Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of A Thousand Imperfections. I am really excited to start this journey with you. I hope to grow, that we'll grow together, learn and love ourselves with our imperfections as we embrace them. So today's topic is fear of failure. We've all gone through this. We've all gone through this type of fear where we fear things won't go away or we'll fail and it's not a good feeling. Today I'll be sharing a personal experience. Okay, when I was in primary school, I used to pass my exams. Oh, I used to. I can confidently say I was smart. I will do my assignments without any issues. My exams would be easy for me to pass. Yeah, I really never used to struggle that much and I was an above average student and yeah, it was really nice. I was confident. I had good marks, good grades. Yeah, my parents, my parent was happy and it was a really good feeling. But when it came to my KCPE, which I did in 2013, I underperformed. I did not perform as expected. I was really disappointed in myself because the marks I got were going to determine the school I was going to and I really had a dream school that I wanted to join and I was really scared that now that I had underperformed I'd not get the chance to go to the school. So I went I went and told my aunt my fears like I'm really scared. I won't go to the school I want to go to. And she was really supportive. She was there for me. She was, She really encouraged me and told me that the school I'd go to, it showed my hard work. And since I had done my exams with the whole of my heart, then I'd earned a spot in a good school. So I decided to take her word for it. And yeah, I waited for my admission letter. And I really thank God that I was admitted to my first choice of high school, the first high school I had chosen. I had enlisted that I wanted to join, so I was admitted. I remember my first day of Christ, I really looked stupid. I, I am really tiny, but I had this long, long skirt that reached to my feet. Literally my feet, my shoes. And then I had toughies, they were really heavy. I had this big blue metallic box. I was admitted to the school and I remember the first week we really never learned much since the school was also adjusting to having us. So they had to adjust their timetables, make room for us and we'd not we had not been divided into streams. So before then we used to read our atlases, eh, sleep, talk, know each other, mingle it was really a fun week, a fun first week in high school. And it reached a point like the second week we were divided into streams. And yeah, that's when we started learning. I remember my first exam as people got A's. I didn't get an A. I got a B. And I was really shaken because how can I get a B? When I'm used to passing, since everyone, like three quarters of my class had gotten an A or an A minus. And if you had failed, 
in quotes you had gotten a b plus and i was among the people who got a b among the quarter that had not perf- really performed well according to the class then and i was really shaken because what was happening to me i also remember that when i was revising together with my deskmates i had two deskmates i was having the the three of us were having a really hard time mostly let me speak for myself i was having a really hard time in understanding these concepts the introductions of biology geography history i was really having a hard time mostly chemistry oh christ and I remember I really didn't know how to respond or how to handle the situation because I was panicking like what is really happening am I becoming dumb or what is happening to me and I really fear failing and that that is one of the things that got into me like why am I failing because to me a B well others were getting an A it was a very big fail so i had promised myself the next time i'd get a good grade so the next time second time came and yeah i still had my dreams and hopes of getting a better grade my deskmates and i just wrote a timetable we came up with a timetable a personal timetable where we'd have extra extra time to study and discuss questions and subjects and we were really excited to to do it but then second time in our curriculum we had mu- we have music festivals so my deskmates and i went to audition music festivals had three categories there was choral there was choir and there was dances one my two the my deskmates joined chorals and choir and i joined dances the thing is now with dances it took more practice time we had to perfect the dances the movements prepare the props we had like 10 dances and we wanted to reach the national level so we had a lot a lot of work to do so we missed many classes and the thing with me i I really never took interest in catching up and finding out what people had learned earlier. So I was in this comfort zone where I'd go for practice come if it's English continue with the class. If I have to go again for the practice I'd go, but I'd I'd not catch up or I'd not ask what people learned. So this really affected my academics because like I in during the second term I attended like a maximum of 10 classes and I was really comfortable with that because we used to go to other schools perform come back we are tired we have to practice for tomorrow's performances and I really did not have time to study which will which was supposed to be the priority then extracurricular activities to come later but for me dances was was it and my academics were second so i remember i was really shocked when my deskmate told me we had an ex- we had exams in a week's time i had not studied for anything so when we did the exams i tried to revise here and there 
touch on things when we did the exams i got a d and i remember when you get a d the lowest grade for you to join with the festivals was a c plus so i was not going to get into music festivals again since i had gotten a d in my second term exams but i was really scared to take this result home that was the main concern how would i show my aunt i got a d from a b to a d i had gone from bad to worst to worst that's not even worse and i was really scared and ashamed of myself but not really but i was really ashamed of myself because how what would i tell people in tambia nini watu so i went home i took my results and my aunt was shocked and she was really concerned like what's happening to you why are you why are you flopping your exams and i told her I really don't know. I worked hard, but I hadn't. So, I remember mm, the third time I tried, I really tried working on myself and my academics. And I don't know how or why I was still stuck in D. I used to put extra effort and I was still stuck in D. I really never understood. So, in form 2, that's when things started getting rough me because the higher i was going the lower i was performing and i was really scared for myself and i was really scared of disappointing my mom like i did with my kcp results or disappointing my aunt who had so much faith in me and i was really it was it was really difficult for me to wrap my head on what was going on or how we handled the situations so in form 2 we were dropping subjects let me tell you this is where i went completely wrong i wanted to become a pilot <laughs> i still love i wanted to become a pilot and the subjects needed were geography and physics yeah i had to drop ap history or geography or drop by or drop biology or physics so i chose geography i used to perform well in geography but in physics i used to flop i used to fail in job in physics but the pilot i wanted to become the pilot in me encouraged me to to select physics so yeah i became a physics student that really used to to fail in the subject I was ha I really don't care I really didn't I have this dream of becoming a pilot and what will stop me nothing not even the d on my report card it wouldn't so I was like I'll pick I'll choose physics and then I'll work on it I'll work on my maths I'll work on my subjects and I'll become the pilot I wanted to be but My physics teacher was like, "Morin, you can't choose this and you are not performing well. You'll just stress yourself." And I was like, "Nah, I'll work harder. I have no problem. I'll work harder." So that time I worked and I was still still in the D. And I was really disappointed. 
remember it was first term so second term i had to join music festivals and joining music festivals was one of the exciting things to do in high school so when we closed from home when we closed school um i i had my day and i took it home again and my mom was really now she was really concerned on what's wrong my aunt was also concerned everyone was asking me questions what's happening to you and i really never had answers because i was asking myself the same questions so second time came and the principal allowed me to get into the music the dances category and we started performing but here is when things hit home because i knew i was now going to form three i was almost i had one time to form to go to form three and i was literally underperforming i was at my worst and i was really concerned and i was scared for myself so when i was practicing i'd take time to also study i took that term seriously but when i did my exam this time i got an e a plain e and i was i was really confused because i sacrificed my sleep my time i studied i tried catching up with other people other students and that's when i failed the most and i had so many questions so i knew my mom would be mad my aunt would be furious so i went home i told my aunt i don't think i can manage to stay in that school again because as much as i tried studying the teachers were not there for us students the way they should have been or the way we needed them to be it was a public school so yeah we had to manage with the little we had so my i called my mom she had seen the results and i told her i'd like to transfer to a new school so she was gracious and kind enough to allow me choose a school for myself so i chose a private school i went did the interview i don't know how but by god's grace i passed and i joined the i was admitted to the school the thing is when i got to the school yeah the given uniform yeah the protocol was followed then i was introduced to this awesome 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 girl who was my school mom and i remember i never really used to talk much i was really i was a quiet student because i was shocked on how at how people would at how students had a good life compared to the life i had in public school where you'd miss your blouses you'd yani your whole your full school uniform will be stolen but here i am in a new environment where it's quiet where the students all students seem smart and i feel like i'll be the only person who won't be performing so i was really now i was in shock i was really drained and 
my self-esteem went really low because I knew I I had messed up choosing physics. I I had no other choice but to do it. I was really behind in my syllabus because when I joined the school, I joined the school in third term, form two third term. They were they had started their form three syllabus when well I had not even finished my form one syllabus for some subjects. So I was really scared. My self esteem just dropped. It went from I guess it was at seventy five to two and I really saw myself as a person who would not make it and I was really scared because how would I perform? And I remember my first exam, I got a D plus of, was it 34 points? It was 34 points and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know whether to cry or to celebrate. I had gotten, I had gone from an E to a D plus. And how would my mom take it? Because remember, the school is is a private school, so it's more expensive, it's more demanding, and I really had to to pass. I really had to perform well. There was so much pressure, so I really didn't know how to react when I got the D plus. But my school mom came and told me, like, you know what? This is just the beginning. You had this grade in your previous school. You had an A in your previous school. Now you had a you have a D plus, and you can really work on yourself. You can work on your subjects. And she used to perform well. Hey, she she is still smart. She's really smart. She used to perform well. And she she offered to help me with my sciences because I was really weak in sciences and math, and those were her strengths. So she offered to help me, and. She she is just an amazing person. So we we started studying with her. The, the the other time we started studying with her, and I remember that's when I got my first C C minus. I was so happy. But before getting that C minus, I had so much self doubt. I was really scared. I was in this comfort zone where. Um, I'm comfortable with getting a D, getting an E, getting failing. I was really comfortable. It really didn't bother me much. But she used to talk to me, encourage me, tell me that that I had more potential. And so did the, the teachers. They also told me that. And I I know I did, but I really never had the self-confidence or the self drive I needed to perform better. So I remember my school mom would come wake me up on Saturdays. We go study chemistry and I started improving but not much. I'd improve this semester, the next semester, uh, I mean this term, the next term I'd fail. And I knew I, I just I just settled for failing. Until one day she came and told me it's either I choose to fail or just pass. Because if I continue telling myself I'll never pass, I'll never pass. I'll just continue failing, disappointing my mom, feeling like I'm wasting the money, crying myself to sleep because of my grades. And she really woke me up. And 
I remember that's when I started working harder, doing extra work and yeah, I started performing. I went from these. I so I really the lowest I could get was a C minor. Now I got C's, C plus and I was really happy and I remember the satisfaction I got after I conquered the fear I had after I got out of my comfort zone and I remember I still had the fear of failing. So I remember my during my mock exams I was really nervous. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know whether I'd pass but I was still as much as I was performing better, I was still weak in my sciences. So I thought I'd flop. I thought I'd fail. And oh my god. I got I got a B minus in my mock exam and I guess that was the highest grade I got since my first form one exam and I was really happy and excited and when I first saw my results I was the most improved the only person I had to thank was my school mom for encouraging me to work harder to improve on myself and to conquer the fear I had, the fear of feeling I'm not worth it, the fear of not being able to pass my exams, the fear of knowing I'll get a D at the end of the term. And that's when I knew we are the people who determine what we want to get or where we want to go in life or what we want to achieve and by the end of my KCSE I really didn't perform better but I was okay I was average at the end of it I was average and I was really happy because I had come from the lowest part of my life the lowest grade to this grade that I had I remember I was really scared that my mom would tell me to repeat my boss and she didn't. She was really happy for me. And as much as it was not my full potential, she accepted me. And she was like, that's what you worked for. And I had improved. I, I was really studying. And I was really thankful. And now I'm in my, I'm in my, I'm in campus. I'm performing well. And that's when I knew. Like now is when I know like, if I had conquered my fear earlier and passed my exams and had the self-confidence I needed, I'd have performed better and become the pilot I wanted. Okay, that's a joke. I'd have performed better. I'd had, I would have been smarter. I would have, if I had a little bit of self-esteem, a little bit of self-confidence, I'd have performed better. But the thing I also came to know is such things come to us as lessons. You know, at this point, maybe you are in your life, you are at a point in your life where things are not working out and you don't know tomorrow. And then right now with social media, there's so much pressure to work harder, to achieve things so early at an early age. Like, People my, our age are driving and you're like, wow, well, I'm still living with my parents. 
well, I'm still in my first year, I'm still doing my diploma, I'm still doing my certificate. And you really don't know what the future holds. There's so much pressure, so much fear in what we want to do that we forget where we are at the moment. And we forget to work on ourselves. And the pressure really, really carries us around. The fear really makes us lose sight of the future we the future we want and i really came to know that there is time for everything there is time if it's not your time sister brother you'll see other people prosper you'll see other people win and you'll still be there but when your time comes you will win you will celebrate you will have your friends, your family, they are cheering you on. Fear is not there for, is not, fear is not good for us, it's not good for our future, it's not good for our lives. It's just, it's just something that pulls us back and we really also, we also need to check on people that we, we have around because if it were not, mostly for my school mom in high school, I think I'd still be in the same position I was when I joined the the school. And I really thank her till date for what she did for me. And I'm really glad I overcame my fear. So I know right now we are in our 20s. And we want to reach a certain place at a certain time. By 25, we want to be driving, having this house, starting a family. But that's not how life works. Plans fail. They do. But that doesn't mean if I don't achieve my, if I don't buy my car at 25, I won't buy it at 30. And if you buy your car at 56 years old, you bought a car. If you build your house at 48, the fact still remains you built the house you wanted. So we just have to be patient and wait for our time celebrate our friends as they win as i conclude this this episode i'd like to ask you to just be patient with where you are take things slow reduce your pressure things will fall into place you'll pass your exams you'll buy the car you'll have a great family just have to take things slow because everything happens in due time and if things happen they'll happen for you if things happen for others they also happen for you so just make sure you pass you 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 have your self-confidence you grab each and every opportunity as it comes and you'll be the happiest at the end of the day because you know you did your best just trust the process and yeah everything will fall into place and that's what i had for today i hope we'll learn something from this episode and you'll be encouraged because wow some things are really deep to understand because the far of calm i really thank god and yeah the people i have in my life and i'm really happy with where i am at this time and at this point in my life and yeah 
So if you have any suggestions of topics you'd want us to discuss, you can send me an email. You can, yeah, you can send me an email and we'll discuss any topics that you guys are interested in discussing with no doubt. And I hope that eh, we'll gain the courage to, to live life as as it is and accept ourselves and be proud of where we are not live lives fake lives just to make others happy so if you want us to discuss any topic any topic if you want to share your story you can email me at a, a thousand imperfections at gmail.com thank you for your time and thank you for listening this far and I wish you a good time. Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to a second episode of A Thousand Imperfections. And today's topic is something that most, if not all of us, have gone through. I'll be talking about body shaming. And as usual, I'll give a personal experience. So I'm really tiny. And by tiny, I mean I'm small. I am 4, 4'11", if I'm not wrong. And I'm skinny. So, if you combine those two, I look like a form one or a class eight student. And wow, it's really hard being that size because yeah, it comes with so much shaming or criticism. Yeah. And what I came to know is people really don't care about the comments they make as long as it comes out as funny or yeah maybe they feel better about themselves later on and yeah so being this small has come with so many challenges like so many opinions from people i remember this this time my friend and i were out were eating lunch i was in school by then in campus and the friend came and started measuring my wrist with her with her fingers like well you're small why are you this small and I was like why are you measuring me and she was like See, because i want to show you how small you are it's really she told me it's really not healthy and uh, i just laughed <laughs> i just laughed because i really did not know how to respond to that so I just laughed and kept quiet. But you know, deep you laugh, but deep inside you're like, do you really have to say that? Another instance, A, that led me to even just delete contacts was I had a, a friend of mine, a guy friend. So this this time I posted like a full pic. And this guy was like, eh. When you go to the club with your guy, how do you twerk? Because hey, you have nothing to shake. And I was like, bruh, how can you tell me such a, such a thing? Like, surely, why should you? Why do you feel so entitled to telling me that? And it really hurt my feelings because he felt so entitled to tell me such, such a thing. And to make me look, I don't know, unable to do things. And being skinny has come like, 
bigger people tend to make you feel less power powerful they'll make you feel powerless because it's be like hey you can't do this i can you can't wear certain bra size but i can't you can't do this but yeah and something that really irritates me is being skinny people think you don't eat like why 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 don't you eat and gain some weight why don't you do this why don't you do that and it's something that it really hurts when someone just comes and approaches you and you're like and they're like i you should eat more so that you can gain some weight and they don't know that for some people personally for me it's really easy to lose weight than to gain weight and i have some friends who are like that and also have friends who it's really easy for them to gain weight and really hard for them to lose weight and all this comes with so much whether you thick whether you huge whether you tiny let me say whether you slim whether you fat it just comes with so much so much comments from people and this has raised so much self-hatred self-consciousness self insecurities like people have come to have so many insecurities and we want to look a certain way personally i am really comfortable with the way i am before but before i got to this point i was really i was really insecure like what like i'd like you'd i'd go visit like some relatives and uh, they be they talk and say like what you don't eat anywhere you live you don't have food and it's really irritating knowing that you do eat you eat you eat greens you eat proteins you eat you eat well but your body is like nah we ain't expanding we ain't growing and it's really tough for people and not only skinny shaming i have friends who are big some are thick and it comes with so much self consciousness like i can't they can't wear a certain dress or a certain type of top or tight trousers maybe go to out to the public and like walk because they don't know how people will react they don't know they don't know how people will react they don't know what they'll be called and one thing i came to notice is being small i can wear so much i can wear any any clothes short skirts i can wear crop tops and i'll be comfortable but for big people it's really hard because if someone who's thick wears a tight short skirt it's like they're exposing themselves it's like they're selling it's like yeah it's like they're really out there exposing their size and someone has just worn the dress or the skirt for themselves but the public is like eh why are you wearing like that that's not decent that's indecent you shouldn't maybe you're curvy and you know when you wear a skirt it tends to be shorter at the back like 
the front is a little bit longer the back is shorter because yeah you're curvy and people will see you indecent maybe you have boobs big boobs and you're there you've worn your top a cleavage is, you, your cleavage is showing but it will be you're exposing yourself you're trying to seduce people to get favors you're trying to do this you're, you're doing that for to gain something in return it's like you're selling yourself to the public for benefits and also being small isn't easy because when you don't have boobs you'd be like eh a man without boobs ah, i mean a girl without boobs is a man like hey queenie what size what bra size do you wear hey you know you can't wear this and that and what i came to notice is most times body shaming comes from fellow girls i don't know why i don't know i really don't know why but it comes from fellow girls like a girl will really really feel the urge to point out your insecurity or something that bugs you or something that they know will pull you down just to feel better about themselves they'll try to make you feel insecure i don't know whether it uplifts their spirit or what happens but it's not only gu- uh, girls because some guys have also set standards they've also set standards I remember there's this girl who used to date and the guy was like bro we can't date anymore because i i now want like six six girls like six you know six not medium thick but now you don't you're not thick but you're pretty but you're not thick so i my my wantings and my desires have changed and the girl was like why because guy was like because i i now have different ones and you can imagine when someone measures your intellectual capability or your life skills with your size maybe you can't be in a certain docket because you're too small maybe you can't work in a hospitality industry because you're big and that's something that has come to to grow in people it has become in depth it's like it's rooted people are so concerned about pointing out issues about others and it's really it's really disappointing because previously like kitambo people wanted guys wanted skinny girls because of what social media had presented or magazines because social media was not much then so magazines soaps movies songs music videos yeah but now there are different standards like to be pretty or to feel worthy for for a girl you have to be thick you have to have this hourglass body shape for a guy you have to be masculine you have to have abs like if you're huge it's 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 like you're making a mistake being you 
and that is really irritating like yeah it's really irritating what i say is yeah we all have opinions i also do i also see things i also feel the urge of criticizing but it's better when you hold it in it's better when you hold it in that say it out loud for the person to hear and you don't know what they deal with you might attack someone's skinny but maybe they have a health condition that's draining their body or people are depressed since there are others who stress eat they are gaining weight but we are out here instead of helping instead of being nice to people instead of positively criticizing others we are out here stripping each other draining each other's and each other's energies and it's something that is sad at this day and age and i also think social media has had so much to do with it because we have different we have different people we have different role models there's kim kardashian there's there's cardi there's nikki and people have grown to have different role models and people want to look a certain way because that that body sh- shape is the one that's appealing to people to the society it's the one that is defined as beauty to the society it's the one that's more attractive you'll see like people will start commenting skinny girls are to be left dog because they're bones like men like juicy things and some things are really disgusting honestly they are really disgusting hi guys welcome to a second episode of a thousand imperfections today's topic is something that most of us can relate to and most of us have loved and have lost so today's topic is to love and to lose because personally i have so much trouble and so much hardship when it comes to letting go i'd rather stay in a toxic relationship in a toxic friendship and not let go and this is something that has come to hurt me in different ways in so many different ways and i'm still learning i'm not yet there but i'm still learning to to grow and to let go because i'm not the kind of person who will say i won't get attached or my attachment will be to a certain level no i'm not that kind of a person i mean i'm a cancer so i give everything i have i'll give you my heart i'll give you i'll give you everything i love you with i'll be stupid in love or in so much invested in the friendship and so today's topic is to love and to lose and that's something we can all relate to whether it's a relationship whether it's family whether it's a friend can all relate to that and i'll start by giving personal experience 
I was in this friendship, or should I say relationship? I really never knew the person, but yeah. You know the type of relationship where you're so into it that when someone tells you this is toxic, you're like, no, this isn't. I'm really happy. And my mom knew about it and she was really like, eh, yeah, you're just going to end up hurt. And I'm like, I, you don't know. How can you know? Because my mom and I share a lot of things. So I'm like, how do you know he'll hurt me and the way he's nice? Like, you don't know him the way I know him. Like, you're so judgmental. Why should you say that and you don't even know him? You've not taken your own time to know him. I was really argumentative. I really argued with her. And she was like, okay, it's okay. You just continue with the relationship. You will see it for your for yourself. And that's something I really regret. Because when a parent tells you something, they are always right. That's the, should I say, annoying or good thing. It's, I really don't know whether it's a good or bad thing. But it's really, wow. It's really disappointing when your parent tells you something. And you just continue doing the thing and prove them right and i remember as the relationship went on we became closer and we moved we lived nearby so we'd see each other every day and i'm telling you the way that relationship went from a hundred to zero is something i really i really can't explain but before it reached to zero oh christ I was really, I don't know, I don't know. I was really broken. I really can't, I was really hurt. So, this guy and I were really carrying on very well. He was really nice then. But when we moved in, not moved in, when I we moved closer to them, him and his family, I started to know him better because we'd spend a lot of time together. So I'd realized some qualities that I really never liked, but I'd not point them out because it was the relationship where you'd express yourself and you're scared, like, it will end. So you'd realize, you'd have, you'd realize a certain quality or a turn off, but you'd not tell him, like, let's say, what should I use? Like, let's say, bad breath. You not tell him, hey, bro, you've not brushed your teeth. Or you have this kind of smell. Hey, lady, shangwe. You'd not say that. Because you, you'll be scared. You'd be scared, like, how will he react? Will he still want to be in the relationship? Will he break up with me? So I used to tolerate anything. If he said something negative about my body, I'd take it because... Yeah, you're the guy I like. And I'd be there. I'd be there. Whenever he wanted to say anything negative or positive, I'd be there and I'd take it. He'd tell me like, you should wear this way. Or you should act this way. And it really used to irritate me, but... I don't know, I was in love, whatever love was then. I was that, was 
head over heels for this guy he was cute he was really nice he was eloquent he could express himself and it really took a blow on me when he one day i just went to like to their home and i found him with another girl and he was not like shook he was okay he was not scared he was not embarrassed he was not embarrassed he was hey dude was fine dude was living his finest life and there i was asking myself like what's wrong with me did i do something am i not attractive am i, am I not pretty is my size too small and i was there criticizing every inch of myself tearing myself down simply because i was like no he can't leave me because he wants to or he's the problem it's because i am the problem and i'd say that the way i get attached is a toxic trait because it really hurts let go i'd rather take any toxicity than let someone go i'd rather get hurt over and over and over than see my life without you but it's something i'm working on so it was really hurting to see him with another girl and really happy and really comfortable and not even scared that i i came out of nowhere and i found them together he wasn't even concerned so what i did is i left and he came he apologized said you know it's not what you're thinking she's just a friend she's not someone you should worry about yeah and i was like i knew there was something so i was like it's okay i overreacted and we made up but one thing i came to realize is i was not comfortable the trust level i had for him went from 100 to 75 or i'd say 50 but i was willing to take him back because i knew it's not what i thought and i really i didn't trust him anymore and anytime he'd go out or we'd not be together i'd think maybe he's with someone else and i'm there oh please i was so young and i'm there like oh maybe he's like with how maybe it's he's with who and i was really insecure something that at a young age you shouldn't be i was really insecure about it that's when i came to realize like i'm holding on to something that's not even worth it to something that's hurting me more because of love or what i thought was love and the guy was so unbothered and there i was creating scenarios in my head of how we'll get married how we'll name our kids and that was one 
and the way we we never even broke up i i just moved and deleted i think we both deleted each other's numbers because we were really toxic towards each other no i wasn't the victim i'd not say that we were the only one at fault but we're really toxic for each other and we never even really broke up we just drifted there was this hatred that came between us because yeah yeah there were so many factors that yeah if i decided to give a story it would be such a long story so other yeah not only relationships also friendships there are friends we've been with that are not good for us and we know them yeah we know we've been told we've said but the fear of losing someone and you don't know how you'll feel from the hole or from the void how you'll feel the void and the emptiness that you feel inside just tricks us to hold on having not having someone close or not having a family or people around you to show you the love will make you go look for love somewhere else and the love will be will be so toxic that's why people that's why some people just stay in relationships in marriages that are not working because how will i move past this how will i move on past this how will i work towards rebuilding what we had when all i see in my head is you all i see around is you when i pass a certain route i remember when we were in the car together when i go to a certain restaurant i remember when we had dinner like how will i move on and just get past it get past it and it's something that really that most people struggle with it's something people struggle with but we don't talk because we just want to be seen as the bigger person the the one who's not hurt and we resort to social media posting happy photos posting status becoming motivational speakers because that's how we we deal with pain yeah we all deal with pain differently some people will be motivational speakers on their status some will share happy photos but all in all mostly or mainly it's all because we want to show the partner or some the person who hurt you that you're happy without them but the reality is no you're not you're hurt you're broken your heart's broken and it's really hard to heal from it because it comes a time when you can't post the happy photos you can't post the motivational talks or the quotes because you don't have the energy to anymore you can't and most of us most of us deal with things we keep things to ourselves so you won't have a friend who you tell like hey, so and so bro- so and so uh so and so and i broke up or hey my best friend and i are not talking to each other or my mom and i are fighting because 
we i'd say most people in this generation or not generation really but human nature we tend to talk or gossip about other people's problems than help them out or if we do help them out we want to be seen as the superheroes the guys who saved the day the day the guy who saved the relationship the guy who mended friendships and it's really wrong because as much as we want to be seen as the person who did this and this yeah you did it congrats but some things are not worth taking credit for because it's like you're happy when people are not in good terms so that you can make you can initiate their makeup and it's really sickening because people aim there people aim there because i had friends i told them about this guy and they really never helped sometimes i fought with my mom like everyone does and i've shared it and no one really helped and everyone tells you like wow what will you do will you sort it out and they just listen and that's what's wrong with us because we don't know how to we've we've because we don't get the reception we want or need when sharing problems we no longer share them we pile them we deal with things difficult things alone and it's really it's really painful and yeah it's really it's such a big burden and that's as i continued like when we stopped talking this is when i knew we all love we love so many people when we were born till now so many people have walked in and out of your life so many have so many have hurt you in so many in different ways There are others who have stayed in your life since you were a child till now. They are there, they cheer you, they are cheering you on. They are making you feel worth it. They are helping you fight your demons, your battles. But there are also others who've stuck around just to mock you, see you fail. And that's another thing. We really don't know who's there to stay and who's there to go. And life doesn't stop. Life won't pause for us to study people, to know who we need in our lives, to know who who is amazing for us, to know who should be for keeps, who should be let go. No, no. Life just gives you lessons and lessons and lessons. That's what it gives you. And it's really hard for people to move on because I've seen so many people or my some friends have told me like you you can yes you break up with a guy enter a new relationship but all you think about is the previous relationship you had the wounds you had previously in your other relationship how your partner hurt you you carry all those baggages to this new relationship or this new friendship and you expect it will work it won't 
and it's become it's become a cycle or a pattern among many of us and it's not healthy because when you don't heal your wounds you'll just go hurting others you'll just go expecting to get things from others you'll just you'll just have so many expectations and as we know many ex- expectations come forth with disappointment you'll be so disappointed because people someone won't act the way you want them to act have been there someone won't be the way you want them to be because people have different personalities but because you're looking for a certain aspect for a certain character for a certain trait in someone you won't see the good in them and that's what breaking some of us because yeah and loving and letting go it's not easy yes it's not you'll backfire you'll backslide you'll call you'll call him or her or your friend or your mom or whoever you are going to call you'll call you'll want to go back but it's it will reach a point you'll see that you're not worth the struggle you're not worth what you're putting up the fight you're putting up is not worth it that you're hurting yourself every single time you go back there and sometimes it's just worth it it's just okay to to move on it's just okay to let go because if you're in a relationship or a friendship that's not healthy that makes you feel so insecure that tears you down that you have no trust in your friend or your partner or your whoever if you're in such a situation then bro please you need to let go because it's one sided you're the only one who's there you're the only one who's fighting for for it the union is wanted by you only and not the person you're fighting for and there we continue destroying ourselves we continue draining our energies because the more you fight the more you get hurt if you cry more than you laugh in a friendship that's not a friendship if someone criticizes you body shames you that's not that's not a true friendship that's something toxic something you should let go letting go is not easy letting go isn't because it comes with so many aspects so many things you'd think maybe she's not fighting for me because of how i look or how i am maybe she is not fighting for me because i don't have enough money for her maybe my friendship with her is not working out because i'm not a good friend and it's really wrong because letting go comes with so many self doubts that when we want to reconcile with a person it's not usually about what we want it's about making them feel better or making them happy or wanting approval from them something that's really wrong because when someone doesn't want you period they don't want you 
and no matter what you do you can't change their minds you can't change how they feel you can't change how they they'll treat you you can't change their character when you guys are together you can't change their verbal abuse you can't change their body shaming you can't change the mean things they say to you and if you or she hits you or abuses you physically you can't change the person and it's it's so difficult to let go because i came to notice toxic environments or relationships are really fun to be in because i really don't know this this drive this this rush that comes with it and it's like encourages you so when you're in a peaceful relationship you're like hey bro why are we not fighting why is why are we so okay it just comes with this rush that i'd say it's really exciting to some extent mostly when you guys make up but we should realize that we are so what we're so worth it we're worth the world for me i tend to think that my mom went through all that pain while giving birth for me to put myself through pain because someone else it's not worth it we've all been in situations we've overcome broken family failure but we still want to hold on to something that's breaking us each and every minute we just want their approval we just want their attachment because we don't know how life will be without them and it's really sad because it really destroys us as people emotionally you tend to see if you get through it you tend to see guys are not good for you and it's not really worth it to put yourself through so much pain and you've not even settled with a person you're not married and if you're married and it's toxic you shouldn't be there we have different characters where two individuals coming together not being one you're not one you can't be one but you're just sharing interests supporting each other loving each other it shouldn't be so difficult and if you find it's really difficult for someone to show you love for them to give you excuses each and every single time you should see the red flags because and also that's something we don't see or we see and we ignore you will see someone is not interested you will see certain red flags oh she's been avoiding me my friend my best friend has not been coming over as usual my best friend has not been doing this and that and you'll see these red flags but because you don't want to see you want to to have this picture of the friendship relationship you have you don't see the real the reality of it so it's high time we choose not to be broken we choose to love ourselves first like love you love yourself give the love you give to 
someone else just give it to yourself first because if you love yourself first you won't put yourself in situations that hurt you you won't put yourself in situations that make you sick you won't put yourself in situations that can cause you harm that can affect you mentally or emotionally you won't do that because you know what you're worth you know what's good what's wrong what's what's good for you you know better than to put yourself through toxic toxicity because we are form we are much more worthy for our eyes when you look into the mirror that person is the person that you you will be forever you will never change that who you are you will never change how you love like for me i can't say i love less in future if i fall in love or if i'm in love i can't love less because that's who i am you shouldn't change yourself for anyone it should be it should be easy for the both of you to compromise work it through and just love each other if it was meant to be it is if your friendship is strong enough it will persevere and that's something you should know that's something you should start working on self-love yeah we've had it yeah you should love yourself oh sister jitenda but when you love yourself you will see things change how you view yourself changes your goals will become more will become clearer your relationships will be more healthy you take good care of yourself and tell me who will want someone who will want someone who hasn't taken care of themselves who won't want someone who's like knows what they want was so confident because self-love comes with a lot of confidence someone who knows their worth someone who you just can't push around that's a really attractive asset that we should all of us should have and yeah we should just let go and forgive those who hurt us we should forgive those who made us feel less of people we should just let go let it drain we should clean our energies and know what we are worth we should fight for people who are worth being in our life because there are people we also mess up we could also be toxic but we should fight for people who we want in our lives people who are worth it people who will build us people who will make us feel amazing people who will let us grow to encourage us not people who will just destroy us no people who will make us collapse no shouldn't be that way we should have healthy relationships healthy friendships and that's where we need to know that we love and we lose and it's normal it's life because life comes with people you want people you need and people who will stand by you and these people will give you lessons others will give you love others will give you pain 
and it just can't we should let go of those toxic families that will hurt your feelings because we are all amazing we have what it's what it what's what is needed to to build ourselves to build our to build our characters we just don't don't need approval from others we don't need other people to make us feel worth it and if someone will make you feel worth it let it come from them not force it out of them because seriously you just you you just have you're self-contained you have whatever is needed just look yourself in the mirror and see that that is the body you are given that is the person you'll be and you'll always be there for yourself no matter what that is something i've also learned in life yeah family will be there but you'll just be the one who's there for yourself because you know what goes in in you you will have fights with yourself but it will be such an injustice when you settle for less just to make someone happy or to feel accepted we should just learn to love and should just accept that we can lose them and we should show love before we lose them losing doesn't necessarily mean breaking up of a friendship but also loss death we should also know that they were beautiful people amazing people in our lives that that helped us with coping that helped us at the time of our lives when we needed them and we should know that they have gone to better places and they fought and lived their lives their lives were amazing and there are people we do not want to forget even though we lost them we still love them so we should just learn to to know our worth to know what we want to know what we are we should settle for yeah that's it there's nothing more there's nothing more basically said everything wow so guys this is the end of the episode i hope you enjoyed it and learned something even one thing and remember if you want to suggest any topic that we can discuss here if you want to share your own personal experiences you can email me at a thousand imperfections at gmail.com and we'll get to share our experiences and learn from each other's stories and that's it for today bye guys